on Abbas Hussain here from seconds out here with Jazza Dickens. Jazza, you're in the final yeah. of the golden contract. I spoke to you prior to the fight. There was a bit of back and forth between yourself and Lee Wood. You yeah. said, you know, he gets all that airtime. You feel like you're the more experienced fighter, you should be in that spot. Does today this ring right that wrong in your eyes? No, no, airtime's just a load of smoke and mirrors in it. That's all there is. So that was just the under the skin. And I think it did work a little bit, you know, but. Um, as I just told Lee then, there's Mandy Dave, I've got nothing but respect for them lads. They're um, really good fighters, really, really good fighters and um, I look forward to seeing them come back and doing great things. It's not the end of him, but I think we, we pulled, pulled a great win off tonight as we were 8-1 down on, in, in the boobies. Thank you, George. Thanks, George. It was a very close fight, a great fight as well. Um, this card was actually one of the best cards domestically this year so far. I feel like that fight has contributed to what a great card it was. Uh, in your eyes, because it was such a close fight, where did you feel you won the fight? I felt that, what do you mean, in, 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 in the actual in, fight, in the fight yeah. wise yeah, I felt like I won it on the inside. Okay. I felt like I could have stayed long, but I'd have been wasting time as I was good as a boxer, then, but I was even better fighter on the inside so it was wasting time I had one two rounds looking at him and I thought no what let's just go for it let's just not get let's just play it safe let's just go for it and give uh, and bring it to him I felt like I had him out of there once once or twice and I thought he's um, he's resilient you seen his fight against Walsh yeah. I seen little bits of it at the end of the fight and um, Walsh um, Joyce was coming on strong and that's when he got clipped and I thought just just don't, don't say too hard that knock a bonus is just an imaginary figure don't be fucking trying to get no bonuses I'm risking it all you know just stay 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 composed keep working to the body wear them down and you come on you come on later I, I was going to ask you about that that knockout bonus is very close you had him troubled a couple of times but like you said you didn't want to think about that but is it always tempting to have that seven and a half grand there's a bag of money somewhere that you just want to get hold of, was it very, very As we said the other day, what was the bag, what we described? It was a camel skin bag, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, with the yeah, silk, yeah, 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 You've seen a lot of him. You've been around this sort of game for a long, long time. How do you feel like you can beat him? I haven't actually seen a lot of him. I haven't. Have seen you not? Him. No, I've, seen, I've seen what I've seen of him. And, and um, you know, when I first turned professional, yeah. he was around the same same circuit with, with, with his um, with his brothers. And I used to see him at the shows, and they were around the same weight. And I quickly developed a bit of a respect for him because I seen he was fighting lads. He was um, he went from. Um, they were covered in the same cloth. You know what I mean? He was like boisterous and um, got a good um, relationship with them. So um, that, that's, that's my relationship with them and the coach Graham. So, um, yeah, it seems to be mutual respect with you guys. You were both in the ring, you know, taking pictures together. And so much respect. Um, even our girlfriends clicked last time we were here. They were even talking. You know, yeah, this is a love story, Jazza. You're making it a love story, story mate. Yeah, you know yeah. what? I'm actually going to go and spar him and stay with him in camp and then come here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? His brother's just won money. And give me money, he wouldn't fucking, he wouldn't let me not take it. He's going no mad, he's fucking disrespectful, like, you know what I mean? It's like something, you see him throwing in the ring, and I was <laughs> running around the ring getting all the coins. Chazette, <laughs> it's been a great performance. Uh, you're in the final. Yep. Just tell me how much it would mean to you for you to win that golden contract. Well, I can tell you what it would mean to me to lose it. It would be devastating. It would be okay. soul destroying. It would be the end of the line. Chazette Dickens. 
Thank see you in the final. Thank you for having me again. Seconds out. Thank you very much. Thank you, seconds out. Thank you everyone for watching as well. And uh, it's a great channel. Thank you. Abbas Hussein here from Seconds Out, here with trainer Dave Caldwell. Dave, today you are manager Lee Wood for in the semi-finals against Jazza Dickens. Very, very, very good fight and a very close fight. Just talk to me about that fight. A good fight, right winner, right winner I think, you know, from, from how I was watching it, the right winner. Um, I'm gutted, I'm gutted for Lee, he's worked hard to get where he's at. Um, but the better man won on the night, that's it. But it was a great fight, the crowd loved it. Um, he landed some good shots. Jazza's just, uh, he, he just was so determined and stuck to his game plan and, and did a good job tonight, did a very good job. And you know, I, I said before, and this for me, the winner of this fight wins, wins the tournament. But then saying that, we had Ryan Walsh beat Tyrone McCullough quite comfortably, actually. Um, talk to me about that one then as well. He did. He, he, you know, beat, beat Tyrone, but I, I wouldn't say it was, it was comfortable in the end. But it was a tricky, tricky night for him, and um, you know, not the kind of fighter that Ryan wants in front of him. But Ryan got the job done. Didn't look great, but got the job done, and uh, it's going to be a really good final. It's going to be a really good final. But I, 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 I like I said, I can't change my mind just now because Lee's not in it. But I thought before and the winner of tonight. Um, Lee and, and Dickens wins the, wins the tournament. You know, Lee Wood's been on many big, many shows before, been on Sky before. Obviously, with the loss like this against Jazza Dickens, they had a bit of a back and forth at the press conference as well. But there is a future for Lee, uh, Lee Wood. Yeah, of course there is. Um, he'll come, I believe, he'll, he'll, you know, there's the um, third, and, third and fourth place playoff that nobody really cares about, but it's a fight back. It's a fight. You know what's good about it is it's a, it's a high profile fight back that he has to win. He wins that and then he's it can move on straight you know we're not going to mess about with dipping back down to eight rounds win that and then look to get into you know big fights Radio Raheem with the haymaker, David Hay. There may be some hay made in Saturday night. Just 24 hours from now, we saw these guys step on the scale today. I was surprised. I thought that Tyson Fury was winding us up. No way he comes in 15 pounds heavier, 15 and a half pounds heavier, and Wilder as well. Uh, what do you make of this development? I think the additional weight added to both fighters means they're both willing to hold their feet that much longer. They both realize it's going to be a rough and tough tussle inside, so they need the extra horsepower. I, Wilder looked fantastic. Fury looked better than I've ever seen him before. Just his arms, his arms, his shoulders, his neck. He looked like he's put on some considerable muscle mass. You know, he's lost some of the, the, the puppy fat that he had before from the big gap out. Mm. He's filling into his body now, and he, he looks lighter than he was for his previous fights but he's heavier, but it looks like it's solid muscle. And, you know, in the clinches, that, that, that really works out, works out well for him. He was doing well in the clinches in the first fight. Wilder, I think, once wanted that same thing. He may have felt a bit weak 
inside getting pushed around. So he put on 16 pounds. That's a lot of weight for Wilder to put on in one fight. It's not like he put on five here for another fight. Right. Just putting on in one fight. It's, it's a hell of a hell of a difference. But it means he he's going for the knockout. He's not looking at bouncing around using his his long range speed. He wants to, he knows he needs to get that his knuckles onto Fury's chin quickly and he's willing to stand there and tussle to get it done. Well, for Wilder's sake, that's no surprise. But Fury, in the press conference, claimed he was going to get a second-round knockout. Everyone it's, chuckled. It's a, everyone laughed. I laughed. I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I don't believe this. <laughs> but look at him on the scales. I think he could, he could do the unthinkable. He could just go, let's go to war. Let's have a good old-fashioned... He could do could that. You imagine he's it? crazy enough to do that. He's, the one, he's one of the few guys that will go there and do... I've never stood, done it in a fight before, but in the biggest fight of my life, I'm just going to bring it right to him. He could do that. He looked like he was in the mind frame to do it. I saw an interview with Steve Bunce afterwards, and I've never seen him sound so confident. Normally, there's a little, you can, there's a little cracks in his game sometimes. You can hear that. You know, he, he contradicts himself sometimes. This time, he was on it 100%, zoned in. I'm going to win this fight. Thanks for everyone to come in. I will not let you down. And he said it. He, he meant it. He wasn't letting anyone down. So I'm like, oh, my prediction of Wilder knocking him out pretty easy is uh, I need to rethink this. I still believe Deontay Wilder is going to win the fight by stoppage. But if he doesn't, hmm. mm, do, do it's going to get very, very interesting. <laughs> do you believe with this extra 15 and a half and if he comes the way you're describing he might, that Tyson Fury has the power to knock yeah, out Wilder? Tyson Fury, he's a big, big man. He's, he's 273 pounds, six foot nine. Yeah, you can't question, you know, his, his his strength for his punch power. You know, he's got a decent knockout ratio, but he's never really tried to knock anyone out. He's normally a boxer. He moves around, moves his feet, jabs, ties you up, holds you and hits you. He doesn't really come forward and have a, a slugfest. So we never, we've never seen him in that seek and destroy mindset yet. Mm. What a great place to start it here <laughs> at the MGM Garden. It's, it's perfect. Well, before I let you go, I saw Derek War Chizura in there as well, and he didn't look all that pleased not to be having a, a training camp on right now. Yeah, <laughs> we've given him a little bit of time off. He said to come and have some fun out in Vegas for a while. He won't be fighting for, for a few months yet, which hopefully he'll be able to get all the info to everybody soon, exactly who that will be. But we'll be, we're working on uh, Alexander Usyk. Um, hopefully we'll have a, have a deal sorted out pretty soon. But... He's in good shape, and he's, he, he wants to cause a massive upset there. Well, it looks like Joshua has got his fight on with Pulev. He's got a date. Uh, Dylan White's got a date coming up. Uh, but first, how does Pulev-Joshua play out? And we've all heard uh, Bob Arum's comments <laughs> saying that, yeah. that uh, Joshua's not an elite fighter and, of no, course, predicting I, his man Pulev. I, I couldn't disagree with that statement more. You know, uh, Anthony Joshua is uh, sort of the epitome of professionalism and athleticism and you know, if you don't rate his skills, the fact that he's got the WBA, WBO and IBF titles, you know, and, and, and beat in his last fight, the guy who beat him, you know, everybody knows that, you know, whoever wins this fight tomorrow needs to fight Andy Joshua to, to once and for all prove who is universally number one on the planet, regarding of belts, regarding of titles, lineal belts, whatever you want to, what you want to call, we need to see the best fighting the best. And we're going to see that tomorrow. And then hopefully after, the, after that, the winner of this wants to solidify his greatness by jumping in there with Anthony Joshua. And Anthony Joshua wants to solidify his greatness by jumping in with one of those. It works both ways. Both, all of the champions need each other to, for themselves, for their, own, for, their own, for their own history. They need to know at this era, 
I at least try to fight the very best. But does Joshua at this time in his career, for his own sake, need to knock Pulev out? It's not good he enough will, to get will, the no, 12. Getting a, a boring 12-round fight isn't what uh, Anthony Joshua would want. You know, not the the, the, the the fight he had last time out with um, uh, Andy Ruiz was strategic. He wanted to get the win and get the win as conclusively as possible. And he did it against a very dangerous opponent. You know, against Pulev, he needs to make a statement. He needs to go out there and show the world, you know, why why he's why he's the man why he has all of the belts he needs to go out there and do a complete job in the same way uh, Vladimir Klitschko did a job on on Pulev he knocked him out of one shot left hook faint jab left hook put him to sleep that's what Anthony Joshua needs to do and that's what he will do you know looking at these two guys I know both guys very well uh, Anthony Joshua should have a workmanlike uh, stoppage uh, victory against Pulev and then he has his WBO mandatory to deal with who currently is Alexander Usyk who will be getting uh, roughed up a little bit by uh, my man Derek Tazora. So, you know, the future's looking potentially bright for the, for, for the heavyweight division. So many exciting fighters. You Dylan White's WBC mandatory for the winner of this fight next year. Uh, yeah, he'll, be <laughs> get, he'll, year. Get, he'll get his shot. Next year he'll but, get another excuse. <laughs> no, no, but, but the fact is we've got these young guys coming through now and we've got such a depth in the heavyweight division. We've got the cruiserweights moving up, the cruiserweight champion moving up. There's, there's big names, exciting fighters, all willing to do it. All of the fighters want to fight each other. In the past, everyone was dodging this guy. They'll keep these titles in Germany here or this one in America here. Now, everyone's getting the fights on. The fact that you've got the cross-pollination of networks, of, of, of promotional entities. People are willing to make fights happen, working with people they don't normally work with. And that's just good for the boxing fans. You are one of the best guys at getting the fight you want, when you want it, <laughs> <laughs> and having huge, huge huge uh, nights of boxing. What does Dylan White have to do? He's always like the odd man out. We just talked about all these great fights, all these great matchups. He's not in that conversation either. How does he get himself in a position to get the WBC title shot or get another shot at Joshua, get in this mix where he can get big fights and title shots? He just needs to continue doing what he's doing. You know, he hasn't put a foot wrong. You know, his, his comeback campaign after the, the loss against uh, Anti Joshua has been, you know, they're perfect you know he's all of the fights he's won uh, even in fights that were quite close they were very very exciting fights mm -hmm. seldom do you see um white in a fight what which which isn't exciting his last fight against marius wack weren't the greatest the last minute sh sh last minute fight but his next fight hopefully against uh, alexander povetkin now we're talking about another good fight you know you know dylan white versus povetkin is uh, it's a great both fighters Big hearts, they let their hands go. Look at Povetkin's last fight against Hunter where he got a draw. Mm. Great fight. You know, we want more great fights and we were getting them time after time. I think I think Dylan White just needs to continue what he's doing. His opportunity will come, his chance will come. Some fighters get sort of sidetracked quite a bit. I remember Lennox got sidetracked for a while before he got his opportunity. It happens when someone's significantly better than the other guys around. Sometimes the champions pick the, the softer guys as an easy defense. Nobody's going to pick uh, uh, Dylan White as a soft, easy defense because they know win, lose or draw, you've got probably one of the hardest nights of your life. So he needs, needs to continue doing what he's doing living and breathing it in the gym, training, working with his team, and his, his chance will come. And if he's as good as he believes he is, he'll have one of these belts wrapped around as well, waste so not to in probably 2021. We're looking forward to you continuing doing what you're doing so we can get Derek Chisura fit yeah. and in the ring against Usyk, another super fight on that side of the pond. Can't wait for that matchup when it happens. Radio Raheem with the haymaker, David Hay.
<laughs> Good help for the kids, right? Right, we good, Tio? Let's make it happen, baby. This is Rob Tubber for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted to be joined by the IBF lightweight champion of the world, Tiafimo Lopez. We're here in Las Vegas ahead of the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury weigh-in. First and foremost, first time I've spoken to you since you've become champion, Tio. Congratulations on your win over Richard Comey. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, man. It's a, it's a great honor to be out here, man, especially just to get back to the fans, whether it's a photo, a signature, or just motivation, speaking to them and everything. It's just it's an honor. Talk to me about that. I've been waiting for an interview for about 15 minutes. We're having fans coming over, taking photos, pictures, everyone saying that you're, you're their favorite fighter. What's that like for you? A dream come true. Honestly, it's a lot of hard work, dedication, man. Uh, 17 years, about to be 18 years doing this, and it's finally, you know, paid off, man. Now becoming a world champion, earning it. You know, the rightful way, uh, defeating a champion and uh, becoming now the champion. I think, honestly, I'm just, I'm excited. Talk to me about that spectacular knockout against Richard Comey. A lot of people earmark that as a very, very hard fight for you, very hard at this stage of your career. You made really easy work of it. Talk to me about that knockout. Um, honestly, man, it was just, you know, preparation. That's what it is. Preparation is key. Preparation is key. You know, um, nine weeks in camp, you know, 10 weeks in camp, honestly. And for this type of fight, man, I think, honestly, yeah, my mindset was different. You know, and I had um, I had a lot to lose in this fight. As much as people didn't believe it, but I did, you know. And I think honestly, it showed. You know, I I, ha I went straight to him. You know, um, we don't we don't duck or dodge uh, we don't duck or dodge anyone. You know, we come to him and we bring the fight to him. And obviously, we're waiting on an official announcement for you against Vasil Lomachenko, that huge unification fight. How far are we away from that? And tell me about what's going to happen when you meet Vasil Lomachenko. Very close. It's very close. Um, the date could be May 30th. And it's anywhere from Vegas to New York, so I think it's uh, it's right around the corner, guys. I think it'll be officially announced uh, very soon, sooner than people think. Now, I spoke to you in Vegas before the Tom Schwartz-Tyson Fury fight. You said that maybe you'd only have one more fight at 135. You're staying back down there for this fight. Talk to me about that. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what it, you know, I made weight, you know, I made very uh, weight comfortable, you know, with the Richard Comey fight. You know, preparation. Preparation is key. And uh, we had a great camp, and I'm looking forward to that this time around, especially with Lomachenko. Um, and then we'll see what happens. We don't know the future, what it holds, but I know that, you know, a fight with Lomachenko, getting all those belts, I think it, it speaks for itself that, you know, we might move up to the 140. Just two very quick predictions before I let you go. Obviously, we're here for Deontay Wilder versus Fury. Tyson Fury. You say in Fury, tell me why. I'm saying Fury. Uh, you know, I, I feel like. But it's so hard because of Wilder. Everybody knows how Wilder is. I mean, he's he may not be the, the technical, he might not be technical, but he has the power. And that's all you need in the heavyweight division. And But I'm, I'm gonna take a gamble and I'm, I'm going with my guy, Fury, and I'm going by knockout. Yeah, I, I really am and I think that he could do it. I think uh, as long as he stays consistent, it may not happen in the, the, in the second round like he predicted, but it could happen in the later rounds. Um, but. The thing is, everybody's interested in this fight because it could go either way. I mean, it could go into the decision and have maybe Fury, or it could go by lights out and go by a knockout and have Wilder. So I think uh, it's just a great fight. I'm happy to be here. Everyone is here. Um, every superstar fighter is here, and it's for a reason because it's a great, it's a great event. Um, but I'm going, with, I'm going with Fury. And final one, you know what's coming here, May 30th, Vasil Lomachenko versus Tiafimo Lopez. How does that fight end? Uh, only one way, by knockout. Tiafimo Lopez, thanks very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Always a pleasure catching up with you. Show me something. What? <laughs> what? We back, baby. We back. We ain't leave at all. IBF world champion. Let's get it, baby.
Finally, I know you need to go, uh, but I just need to your prediction on a big fight tomorrow night. And not just any fight, just a massive fight. Sai Fury, Deontay Wilder, the whole world is talking about it. Even people that don't even watch boxing want to watch it. Just tell me how that fight goes. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, I can stand here and say I think Tyson Fury will outbox him all night long. But if Deontay Wilder, while ever he is on his feet and he's throwing punches, if he lands that right hand rightly, he can knock any man out. He can knock any man out in the world. Um, so you can't write him off for that reason. If you were the trainer for Tyson Fury, what advice would you give him? Because I wouldn't have him going looking for the knockout. Going for, I wouldn't have him setting his feet for any longer than he has to. Because if you set your feet in front of Wilder just for that second or two too long, it can time you with that right hand. You know, um, I just think the the. the the advantages that Fury has over most heavyweights in the world, if not all, is his movement, is his awkwardness, is his, is his boxing ability and his boxing brain. By, by looking to land the bigger shots, you are inevitably going to hold your feet for that little bit longer, which allows Wilder more of a chance to be in range to land his right hand. So in that first fight when Fury got knocked down twice, what did you put that down to? Two moments of, of lapses in concentration. Okay. Two moments. One where he allowed himself to be backed up into the corner and he stayed there, went to the ropes and he stayed there and he got nailed. And the other where in the last round he got a little bit more aggressive to close the show out sort of thing. And he, he got himself caught. Take away those two moments of concentration. It pissed the fight. So he's proved he can outbox Wilder just to stay concentrated. Do you know what I mean? If you're changing your style a little bit, it's a little bit harder to hold that concentration for the full duration because if you change your style, your mentality, everything about you, taking, taking new things on, trying to process all that at the same time as you've got a beast in front of you, it's very difficult. Is Deontay Wilder just a freak of nature? Just, there, there hasn't been a fighter that I've seen with the power that he seems to have. No, no. Angel Fernandez trying to trying to warm me up. He's a, he's a good coach, man. A good coach. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's. Angel, come in, come in, come in, come, come, come on. Um, come on. Look at this. Reason why I say this is good. Look at this. Look at this. Representing. Okay, I get it. Angel, we were talking about the big fight tomorrow night. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury. He's talking about how much of a freak of nature Deontay Wilder is. Just talk to me about his power, the power that he possesses. Well, the amazing power he has, but I'm going to go against pretty much everybody and I'm going to go for uh, Fury to knock Wilder out. Do you not think that the changing trainer with that style might be a bit of an issue though? That's my worry, is, is, that's only my worry. Is yes. because, because the style that he's so good at, Ben Davidson knows inside yeah, out, yeah, he, yeah. he knows him as a kid yeah. and he knows how, how to keep him switched on with it. But then if, you, if, if you've got, Sugar's a good coach, but if he's trying to be more aggressive, don't you think there's a little bit more of a chance of being 
holding his feet that little bit too long in front yeah, of Wilder. but I don't think kind of like, um, what's his name, um, Fury's going to change too much styles. Uh, do you think it's better above? Yes. I, I think he, I, he's I that clever that he can adjust. Yeah. And uh, maybe if he starts sitting a bit more on, onto the shots and then move, you know, what Ben Davidson teach him, I think it could be Wilder, you know. But saying that, is it such a risky move? Because it's such a big fight and normally it takes maybe a... You know, one, two fights for the new trainer to take effect. He's going into this huge fight with this new trainer that we know he's Emmanuel Stewart's you know, relative, but we've not really seen or heard much about him. He's a good coach. He's a very good coach. I'm not, like, listen, I know him. He's a very good coach. But all, I'm, all I would say is, is if they're not double bluffing, yeah. if it's not a bluff, and if it is a case that he's going to go for the knockout, he's going then my he's, he's going to be in front of him just that it might be in front of him just that split second too long and then it allows Wilder to close yeah, that yeah, range with that right yeah, hand yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and land it sweet and then you got troubled but if it's a bluff and, and if he's just going to use his, his, his normal his normal boxing skills and boxing skills it beats him all day long it's just I was just saying is that for me what cost him last time was two more lapses in concentration everything was perfect yeah. apart from the two bits of clap, yeah. laps of concentration allowed him to get dropped if it wasn't for that, he, he pissed the fight. So, you know, he, he he's proved he can outbox him, you know, so. It's a final question, obviously. Sassafri's talked about the second round knockout. But do you see, do you believe that you've seen enough of um, John Tewalter's chin? He got hit against Luis Ortiz. Seemed to be all right with that. You know, he, he did, he did sort of. For me, heavyweights, heavyweights. Yeah, but Fury's like a big. Anybody that's that sort of weight can knock anybody out. He's yeah. it, boxing, it's heavyweight boxing, and he can. And you can, even if you don't knock him out, you can catch him with a shot and legs just go momentarily. But every time his legs go a little bit, it comes back. Every time his legs go, he's never gone gone. See you later, mate. I watched him in sparring the first time when he sparred with David A. Mate, it's one of the most violent spars I've ever seen in my life. Is that the one that was on the internet? Uh, I don't know if that was the one on the internet, I don't, I don't know. Okay. But the shots that they were... But I, David landed some serious shots on him. Yeah, where his legs buckled and, he, and you think, oh, he's gone. And he just start firing back. And man's tough. Now, obviously, as the years go on and, and we age a little bit, we don't take shots as well as what we did do. But what I'm saying is I've seen him get wobbled before and I've seen him in fires get wobbled before. But he always comes back. He's, I wouldn't say he's chin I would say he just gets hit by a big man on top of head or on chin like anyone would do. You know, So anyone can get knocked out that way. Right. Final predictions. I know you said Fury by knockout. Dave, you sort of sitting on the fence. I'm so of, I need I you. I really don't know because it depends what 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 this change of trainer means. Yeah. I, right. So I'm not just saying it's here, but I understand how he teaches. I understand what he does in, with players. So I know the adjustments straight away what the, is, with the fighters he's working with when they've been with somebody else and I know what the adjustments are going to be and then I see it and so I'm, I'm a little bit more confident I'll go this will be this will be good even if it's minute adjustments tonight I seen changes in O'Hara Davis tonight you know and it wasn't his, his best performance and he, he, he you know he's still when you're in the first fight you're caught between two minds sometimes and you might revert back to type sometimes but I can see the adjustments that he's making now I don't know Jugaril well enough mm. as a coach to know that yes he'll be able to kick for whatever I don't know so it's a bit blind for me so it's hard for me to say yes no he wins so I kind of I'm kind of sitting on fence you, you, you've actually said Fury knockout all points all points yeah I reckon Fury's going to do it cool. I, I think I actually think yeah I think Fury wins it 
but I can't write wild rock because if you land, yes, I've seen yes, it so many yes, times. Yes, yes. It can, be, it can be like, getting out boxed yeah. every second of every round and it does not matter. Yeah. While Avery is on, on his feet, if he just catches you with that shot, it's done. Yes, it's done. Yeah. It's done. Guys, it's been an honour to talk to two great trainers. Uh, hopefully we get to speak to you guys very soon. <laughs> after the after the Deontay Wilder fight at some point, and we'll talk about it then. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate that. I think wins after the fight. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you I'm right. I bet you. <laughs> Thank you very much, guys. Radio Raheem with the hitman, Tommy Hearns, still clean as ever, sharp as you can be, here in Las Vegas. Raheem, I'm trying to do what I can do, man. Just trying to say out of everybody way to do what I do, do what I do. And that you have always done. Obviously, I am imagining that Fury Wilder is what brings you to the MGM today. I have to get your thoughts on how this heavyweight championship goes. You know, I, th I think it'll be an excellent fight. Um, but I think that Wilder may come on and try to take over. If he come on and try to take over there, it's going to be a different fight. Uh, I, I see him not going a distance because Wilder is not, if Wilder hits you, he'll hurt you. If he don't, if he can't get a good shot, he's he not going to do a good But I, I pick Wilder to win the fight. Did you know that both of these fighters came in 15 plus pounds heavier than the first fight? I know they're heavyweight, so they didn't have to make a weight, but yeah. does that change the dynamic of the fight for you? Well, no, it's just saying they're living pretty good. They're living better than they were living before. So they, they gain a little weight. You say that Deontay has the power to knock him out. You're predicting Deontay uh, will win. What advice would you give to Tyson Fury against Deontay that might help him get the victory? To be, uh, to be honest with you, I can't really say what to do because I gotta stay neutral. I can't I, I can't scream for one guy and not not the other guy because I like both guys. Both guys are very good fighters, so I have to leave. I gotta stay neutral, man. Have you had much time to see Anthony Joshua fight? Have you uh, had an opportunity to watch him? I really have not seen that much uh, fighting Anthony Johnson, but they tell me he's doing pretty good though. Uh, obviously, you're a legend in your own time, and people watch your fights and rewatch your fights to this day. Are there any fighters at any weight class that you particularly love to watch? Do you have like a favorite, or in in, in the division that you fought, maybe? Well, you know, I have to say that Ray Ray was definitely a favorite of mine to watch box. Um, um, I had Roberto Rand was a favorite. Uh, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, currently, I, guys I, that are fighting I, now. I think guys that are fighting now, I, I can't really call any guys' names. I've been, I've been so far out of boxing since I retired, I don't know who's fighting. Well, you deserve to do whatever you want to do after boxing. You've earned every bit of your relaxation. It's a pleasure to see you, an honor yeah. to talk to you. Thank you. Always, always pleasure to see I the hitman, Tommy Hearns. You see these? I love them. <laughs> Radio Raheem with Tommy Hearns.